everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Who we are is not this physical body that we're in that is here for a moment and gone. Who we are is this infinite intelligence, and we forget that. The same intelligence that, is, that created this infinite universe that never ends is you. To those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every now moment, to redefine our reality to live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every single day. Are you living? Or are you killing time? What's going on, everyone? Back with another episode, so let's get it growing. Life has thrown us a few unexpected or I guess somewhat unexpected twists lately um, it's definitely left me sitting here lately thinking some very deep thoughts about life what's it all about what's our reason for being here all those deep things that are usually asked when we set out on these spiritual journeys these philosophical journeys to just go and find ourselves in life and you know often those times that that bubble up those are when we ask ourselves the questions, you know, why am I here? What am I doing? What are we doing? What is our purpose in this life? You know, th those are the ones that come up when I guess we're faced with tribulations or when I guess mortality has stared us in the face. Uh, you know, I found that one a lot myself where when mortality has stared me in the face, you know, whether it was uh, the cancer stuff that I went through or, you know, maybe if I had to face something mortality wise in my former career, it would bubble up a lot for me. And, and I would find myself sitting there later on asking myself, you know, what is this life all about? Uh, but mostly uh, in the last few years, it's been when uh, we lose someone in life. I've kind of realized that those are the times when it hits me the most. And we just happen to have that circumstance in this last week. And it's been something that's been a run up to the last couple of weeks. But, you know, it really is a shame sometimes that it takes something hard like that, uh, a loss in our lives or, um, you know, one of those difficult sort of circumstances that bubble up, uh, whether we watch someone else go through pain or it's our own pain, it takes that for us to take a real hard look at our existence and ponder what it's all about. And it, it, it's just, it's too bad sometimes it takes that for us to actually ask the question, why are we here? And and I've gotten very hard on myself as a result of that because uh, you know, and I know a lot of people out there do as well. A lot of people who are in similar positions to me, um, where you become a little bit more self-aware, you become more self-aware of your thoughts, your consciousness, things in life, other people, everything. And you just, I don't know, you just get frustrated with yourself because you look at that hard circumstance that sort of woke you up and gave you that kick in the ass. And instead, you know, you, you look at it and it was like, why did it take that for me to realize this one thing? Why did I have to go through that pain or why did I have to witness this thing 
for me to value life and ponder and ask questions about my own existence a little bit more. You know, you get a little bit critical of yourself or even sometimes others for not being so quote unquote enlightened. You know, you're supposed to know better, right? People who are on a spiritual journey who have sort of been through some things, we shouldn't have to go through this over and over again. Like we've learned this lesson. Why do we have to keep relearning it? Um, but I guess I've learned to see it as more of a learning opportunity instead of getting hard on myself. I, I, just recently, I got a little bit hard on myself, but then also immediately used it as the learning opportunity that it really was. You know, it's easy to, to Monday morning quarterback ourselves and, and other people as well and, and say, you know, I should have known better. Why didn't I appreciate that person more or that particular time in my life a little bit more when it was here? You know, I'm supposedly so smart and, and I'm present and I'm aware and I coach people on this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Why did I lose touch on my life and really have to rely on this loss to slap me upside the head? You know, why didn't I appreciate the gift of life sooner? Why why did I have to wait until I was I was sick or I was hurt or, or facing death? Or, you know, why did I have to wait? You know, oftentimes you hear people like that are on their deathbed. Why did I have to wait until the end of my life? to appreciate my life why did i have to wait until life was running out to actually appreciate what the gift of life actually is and, you know i've been there obviously i've been on my, my deathbed luckily yet um but as as much as i sit here on this show and talk to people and preach this stuff i have these moments as as well you know i have these discussions with people and i have these moments just as much as you do and as much as they do you know but i guess the point i'm trying to make is that we need to start really looking at it from the perspective that you know whatever time these thoughts happen to come up whatever whatever point in our lives that this sense of awareness comes about uh, it's better to have that sense of awareness no matter what sparked it than to never have it at all you know whatever the catalyst was whatever it was that sparked that awareness whether you know i guess it's the loss of a person or you know even just somebody who's just inspiring in our lives you know whether it's them it's a book it's uh, something we read a video we watched you know all the way up to the really hard circumstance of a loss of life that wake up call came to us at the right divine time you know in a timing that really couldn't have happened any other way you know it couldn't have happened in any other way it unfolded the way that you know, maybe the universe needed it to unfold for us at the right time for us to learn the right lesson. You know, the universe, God, source, creator, whatever it is, I say that all the time, but I don't like to throw that label of God on there, but that, that whole overarching intelligence that made it all, that intelligence knows far greater things than we will ever comprehend. And it brings us these lessons and circumstances for a reason. I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe in those situational circumstances that sort of lined us up with things. You know, I believe that we go through the certain things at certain times in our lives to learn certain lessons. And some of those lessons we have to keep learning over and over again because we just didn't get it the first time. I equate it to, you know, I call it earth school. So, you know, we're here, we're learning these lessons. And we go through the course, right? We take the, uh, the quizzes along the way. And then maybe we take that final exam. And we think, you know, we did really good on that final exam. 
But then at a certain point, I guess maybe you'd look at it like you go to school for a certain subject and then you have to apply it to a job in life and you get put on stage at that job and you know, you sat there and cheated on your buddy's paper the whole time. And when you when push comes to shove and you're out there in life, you get the circumstance where you have to put that knowledge to the test and you either get exposed as a fraud or someone who really learned the lesson. And I guess if we didn't learn it, we have to go through that circumstance all over again. Um, you know, maybe sometimes time runs out in this life and we don't actually learn that lesson that we were supposed to learn when we came here. Maybe we have to do that whole degree program in the next life. Who knows? I've heard those philosophies before and it's definitely something to ponder. Um, but I, I really truly believe that all of these things happen for our highest evolution to lead us to our best and brightest version of ourselves. And I guess the biggest point to remember is that we need some of these lessons to happen for us in life and, and, and eliminate that, that things that happen to us, like just get that out of your vocabulary. Things don't happen to us. Uh, and we say that all too often, uh, you know, why is this happening to me? It's very important that we change that frame of mind. It's very important that we change that mindset and recognize that it is ultimately for us. No matter how hard of a circumstance that is, we need to say that it is for us. Because ultimately, the hard times come to teach us how strong we really can be. And you know, that, that contrast is really valuable in our lives. It's necessary. You know, something that... Uh, is a law of the universe, law of correspondence, um, uh, laws of polarity. You know, the swing to the left is equal to the swing to the right. We need those slight setbacks in our life to teach us what that other side is going to be like. And we need those those setbacks as a law of correspondence to sling us forward, like an arrow being drawn back. You know, it gets pulled back and then let, let go. And it takes a lot of effort or a very short distance to draw that bow back. But when you let go, the speed and the distance that the arrow flies can be absolutely amazing. But these lessons, they, they, they come to teach us some of the most important lessons. And really, I feel like that's why we're here. You know, that's what life is all about. I talk about this from several different things that bubbled up in my world over the last few weeks. Um, if you're, you're a regular listener, you already know that um, I was absent yet again for quite a long time this time from the show. Um, but this one was for definitely for good reason. A lot of things just going on and shifting in my life. And, you know, your mental health is the, the utmost, uh, most important thing. And especially doing this show, uh, you know, there's a certain there's a certain mindset of like, you know, the show has to go on. But then there's also a mindset where, you know, this is a bit of an art form. So you can't really fake this. If you're putting out a product where you're you're, you're forcing uh, you know, like for example, getting on the show, getting on the microphone, you're forcing it. People are going to be able to tell. I've been in conversations and done interviews where I was just having horrible days. I toughed through it, and you could totally tell. I've had to like dub some of my interviews. They were so horrible, um, and the person did such a great job. But you know, you really have to try to take care of yourself at certain times. And there's times in life um, that you have to just unplug from it all and try to get yourself back to a level playing field. And you know, we talk about sound and cymatics. A good friend of mine, Ben Carroll, he's a sound healer expert extraordinary. He's been on the show, I think, like three times already, two or three times. Um, and if you haven't listened to those episodes, he's absolutely fascinating. He talks about cymatics a lot, where 
our lives, uh, you know, uh, the sound frequencies, basically, uh, they put sand all over a piece of sheet metal, and they play a pure tone frequency, and it makes a complex shape, so, you know, sort of like a snowflake, and as they up those tones and go from one octave to another, and, you know, that goes between a, a resonant frequency and a non-resonant frequency, you lose your shape and it goes into disarray and then when you hit the next octave it goes into a more complex shape and and really i feel like that's how our life goes you know joe rogan just recently had a guest on his show talking about a lot of these kinds of things that the universe is constantly getting more and more complex and as our lives get more and more complex we get into these modes where we go from some sort of state where things are decent and then they're in a huge sense of disarray and then they sort of snap back into a mode and we're able to basically maybe lift more weight at that point in our lives than we were able to before because we've sort of leveled up everything and i feel like i'm just coming out of one of those stages into another resonant sort of frequency i guess um and i, I can kind of see it i can see these waves of things happen and you know unfortunately uh Again, the show has to sometimes suffer, but the great thing is is that a lot of the growing pains and a lot of the things that have been happening are leveling out and things look really great for the future. But, you know, unfortunately, we've gone through some really tough circumstances in the household. Um, one of them was the loss of our, our last little fur baby that we had. Uh, his name was Berkey. Um, if you if you see the video intro uh, on the um, of the podcast, which actually is now featured on Spotify in a video format as well as the YouTube channel, so you can check both of those out. But if you see the intro, uh, you'll see him. I got him like sitting on my lap in one of the shots, and I had him driving along with me on a back road, and uh, just big smile on his face. Um, that dog was amazing. He was an 18 year old Lhasa Apso when he died. Um, he was. Uh, we got him in 2004 when I was 23 years old, it's amazing. And he was there through almost half of my life. Um, and, you know, I guess he had been there through some of the most difficult portions of my life as well. You know, at, at, at the point when he passed away, he was blind and he was deaf and he was getting dementia. The poor little guy was just really slowing down. Um, but this dog was the first experience that I ever had as a parent, really. Um, first time I'd ever really been responsible for another being's life, uh, you know, wholeheartedly. And when I went through some of my toughest times, when I saw some of the worst things in my previous career, and I had come home at two or three o'clock in the morning and just plop myself down on the couch, almost in a state of shock, he knew something was wrong. He was there to greet me and, and it just washed everything away. And they are just amazing. Just if you're a dog owner, a little bit different. You know, all pets are special to people, but dogs just have this different level. Where especially if you've got a great connection to them, they just they just are a part of your life. They're a part of your soul. They're a part of your family. And uh, it was just pure joy to see his reaction every day when you get home. There's just there's no judgment. There's no nothing. They don't they don't care about how much money you have. They don't know troubles. They don't know whatever's going on. They just know that you are their world, and they just want your attention and they just want your love. And they're the only you're the only thing that's in their universe, and, and you're their everything. And that's just something I will definitely miss. Um, so it was, a, it was a rough few weeks leading up to it. Um, and we lost him about a week ago and, you know, once it was over, I was thinking about, of course, life in general, just everything, but really how quickly 
those 18 years went by it's it blows me away um but yeah that 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 unconditional love that that pure state of joy is just something that you um i guess you realize i guess once it's not there to greet you anymore you know and so that's where i'm getting sort of the the motivation for this episode because it's just something that's bubbled up as far as now i realize what i'm missing and i get a little upset about it because it's like oh i wish i could have just felt that a little bit more when it was here and and i was present more with it but um it's it's just such a simple thing isn't it you know dogs are that way they they just love what's good and they just push out the rest and it's too bad we can't live our lives more that way you know it, it really it isn't rocket science when you think about it some of the happiest people on the planet are those who live their lives in a pure state of joy for what is while the rest of us spend it in these these states of lack for what isn't right um you know and i guess that brings me to another point about life that i've come to the conclusion of lately that i guess maybe sometimes i guess i've been sort of sitting on this one for a while but I get a little bit cynical and pessimistic about things sometimes, to be honest, and and I try not to let it come out too much because obviously you want to like keep yourself away from the negative things. But this this little like catchphrase for some reason lately, and I think going through these hard circumstances, I've looked at it lately, and I'm like, no, no, I, I don't agree with this little catchphrase. But it's trademark, so I'm going to be careful. <laughs> you know, this brand I, I won't mention it by name, but I'm sure you're going to be able to sort of pick up what I'm putting down. Um, but this mindset of almost a toxic positivity has worked its way into into life coaching, into life enhancement, into law of attraction, all that stuff, where you're almost not allowed to have bad times. You're almost not allowed to be imperfect. Like, I've, I've done it myself. Like, I need to have a drink of water. So I would edit the show, I would put it on pause, and I wouldn't have a drink of water. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take my drink of water. I'm not going to pause the video. I'm not going to pause the audio, and I'm just going to keep going. But that's a perfect example of where it's like everything's got to be perfect. you got to edit that out. You can't have people, you know, you can't gulp down stuff on a microphone. You can't have people, like, see you pausing and doing whatever. And that toxic positivity has, like, bled into so much stuff because of social media. You know, you're not allowed to have bad times. And, you know, when you do... You're just supposed to be this this bubbly and light person. You're not supposed to feel the difficulty of the situation that you're going through. And, and that toxic positivity is is just such an unrealistic expectation that you're just going to be good and happy and optimistic when things aren't good. And, and honestly, that's just not fair. That's not reasonable. And the people who put that out there as an expectation for those that look up to them and follow them are, are almost setting those people up for failure because that's not how life is. And and where I'm getting to that was uh, this brand, you know, like these brands that say something like life is great. Life is magic, you know, without naming that specific brand who uses the tagline like that. Um, I just, I look at it sometimes, especially in the last few weeks uh, and I shake my head and I'm guilty of owning some of this particular brand um and i'll still rack the shirt it's you know it's it's a harmless message and um but i feel like it's part of that positive that, that toxic positivity that you know something as simple as as, as life is great it, is it though is life great or good sometimes 
but not all the time. We we want it to be good. We want it to be as great as it can be. You know, we want to speak that that into existence. We want to be in that mindset. Of course you do. You don't want to walk around saying life sucks. You know, a t-shirt that says that obviously is going to be it's it's not going to sell a lot. You know, maybe with certain people, but in all reality, you know, the, the whole fake it till you make it thing only gets you so far. Um I guess, you know, you fake it till you make it if life isn't good. Um, but still, you're you're almost glazing over what life actually is, the experience of what's going on in life at that time. Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes it sucks. It, it isn't always going to be good. There's going to be challenges, and we have to expect that and welcome it and prepare for it. And I think that I guess those are the times that I've looked at those particular sayings like in the last couple of weeks and been like, right now it's not. <laughs> like, It's not great. Things aren't good. There's going to be those sad times like we just went through. There's going to be hard times, angry times. And during those times, life isn't good. So to sit there and, and have this catchphrase that it's always good always seemed so unrealistic to me and really inauthentic. It just seems like it's just some sort of whimsical saying that it just, I don't know, it was a minor pet peeve. And, you know, that bubbled up this week, uh, you know, standing in line at a particular store. And there's just literally an entire display. It was probably the worst brand that I could have seen in this past week because I see that. And I'm just like, no, no, things are not good right now. And I don't even want to see this because I can't just look at that and lie to myself. Um, it just always made me think it, it, life isn't always good. But the thing is, it's always life. No matter what, when the tide goes out, it's going to come back in. And that's just a way of life. Things are going to happen that way. No matter what happens, no matter what bubbles up in life, you have to live with it. No matter what, you have to live this life. And that's why I branded everything with that name. Because when it gets hard, you still have to live it. And when it gets good, you get to live it with an even bigger smile on your face, you know? Uh, you know, that that catchphrase that that I developed for the show is just something that I knew that I'd be able to stand behind. And, you know, I have my license plate on my car. It says LTL. And uh, I put it on there because, you know, I leave work or if I'm just not feeling it in the morning because sometimes my mornings get a little tough. Uh, it's a little little hard sometimes to come out of the, the, the slumps that you can kind of wake up in sometimes. And I walk up and I see that car and it's an instant reminder that it's just like, hey, whatever way you're feeling right now, it's part of life. You just got to feel it and you got to do what you can to get to that other side. And sometimes that's all we can do to trudge through some of those those rough times, good or bad. Life is there and we just have to keep living it. And sometimes we just need that reminder that it's just it's life. We have to be grateful for what it is. We have to be grateful that we're here and experience it because the alternative is not being here, right? There's so much good stuff to experience in this life. There's a lot of bad stuff to experience in this life as well. Whatever you focus on, though, that is where your attention is going to go. Your your observations, your perspective, all comes from that standpoint. So if you sat there and said, you know, life is great, then yes, that's a good, healthy prospect to have. You can say those things to try to get yourself back in that mindset. But to have the expectation that, it's going to just always be good can set you up for something that's just really not reasonable. And I guess sometimes when you have to face that prospect that life just isn't good, um, 
I guess I would just be I would just be cautious of trying to lie to yourself too much to fake it till you make it type of thing. Feel those feelings when they come about. Even if they're unpleasant, even if they're painful, you have to feel those things through. It's temporary. Pain is only temporary. And on the other side of it, there are beautiful days. Something great does come about ultimately the other side of it all. We have to find a way to be grateful for it all. And those those are all important aspects of why we're here. And we're going to dive into every bit of what life is. Life is blank. We're going to dive into all that right now. So speaking of being grateful for it all, I am grateful for you all for the love and support you've shown this show. As of June 2022, we are being listened to in over 102 countries around the world. And as a token of my appreciation, during the month of June 2022, I'm going to be doing a giveaway of some swag that I got for the podcast. Uh, I'm going to choose five lucky winners to leave a rating and review, uh, preferably if you could do it on iTunes, since that's where the most of our uh, listener base comes from. And that's where most people will catch the show. But if you rate the podcast on any platform that you're listening on, whether it's whether it's Facebook or Spotify, CastBox, Anchor, uh, Apple, wherever it is, if you give it a rating and review and you can shoot me a screenshot to the Instagram account, um, or you can actually email me the, the screenshot. Not a lot of people have uh, have social media, but if you send it to uh, by email to connect at livethislife.org, or you send it to the Instagram account, live this life podcast, all one word, um, I will pick five winners uh, on July 1st. And I will send you all a little thank you package. We actually got a couple of these uh, bumper stickers that we sent out. So we'll send you a little bit of swag from the show as a token of our appreciation for leaving that rating and review. So um, there may be another surprise or two if they can come in soon enough. It's been hard to get your hands on stuff in any sort of short turnaround. But leave us those reviews. Shoot us a, a shot of what you left. We'll pick those listeners at the end of the month. And if you're interested, head on over to livethislife.org and go to the store. You can actually order some of these things on the store yourself. The store is going to keep on growing over the next few months, which is super exciting. So grab something to support the show. Everything that is raised, if there is some sort of a profit on something, is going to come right back into the show to pay for all the stuff that this very expensive hobby can, uh, can, can acquire, whether it's the website, advertising, book rights, all that kind of stuff, um, it's going to get turned right back in the show. So anything you can do to support Live This Life will be greatly appreciated, as is everything else you've already done to support everything that we've been doing. If you haven't tried some of Organifi's products, you are absolutely missing out on some of the highest quality supplements on the planet. I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that I'm not 100% sure of its purity, and this company goes above and beyond to certify the quality of their products many times over. My day starts and ends with Organifi, and I've literally never felt more amazing. In the morning, I use the Organifi green juice in combination with the complete chocolate protein powder after my demanding tough morning workout. I mix it in with some vanilla almond milk, maybe some kale or some banana, and the energy that flows from that is something I've never felt before. And at the end of a long day, I settle down with some of the gold chocolate with a little almond milk and some coconut oil for a hot drink that helps my beat up body and mind recover and get the rest that it needs to keep up with my demanding schedule. 
I literally do not know what I would do without this company. Go check out their amazing product line at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you want to check out, use the coupon code LiveThisLife to save 15% off of your purchase. So yeah, back to that catchphrase. Life is blank. Life is what? Life is going to be what it's going to be, right? Life is what you make it, so make it. Um, Make it in life. Set that as your course. But life will be whatever it is that you want to make it. you know those those are lyrics from a song that's actually really really old. It's like twenty five years old, which makes me feel old as hell when I think about how old that song actually is. But it's a song by Nas, a hip hop song, and um, it's "Life is what you make it," so I'm gonna make it no matter what it takes. I'm gonna take it. And little clips like that, little little song lyrics, ring in my head all the time. My head's just like literally just full of of song lyrics and movie scripts and stuff like that that I've watched through all the years um and mostly from back in the day. But it's one of those those songs from a long time ago that uh that I played a lot when I had the loud stereos and uh, back in the back in the younger days, teenage days, you know, I'm sure people who who know me from a long time ago remember what kind of like little little thuglet I used to be like back in the day. <laughs> I'd ride around town with the super loud stereos. People who know me were like, yeah, yeah, I remember that Heath. You know, they're probably chatting themselves. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, but those little those little things have carried through in my life, um, and. It's, it's true. Life is what you make it. So you have to try to make it. And, and I guess, you know, another argument um, with that whole, the whole T-shirt, bumper sticker, tire cover brand um, saying something like life is great. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I completely agree with you want to you want to say that to yourself as much as possible, and it's a great saying. There's no harm in it, so I don't want to sound completely cynical and negative on the entire thing. Uh, but because of that phrase, I guess you just have to keep telling yourself over and over again when times aren't good. You can keep telling yourself that, so you can try to get yourself back into a great frame of mind. You know that that life really is good. And I'm going to get myself back to that frame of mind as soon as I can when things aren't good. There is no harm in that. So, you know, take my cynicism and cynicism and and sort of take it with a grain of salt. What I'm saying is, is that if your expectation is that it's always going to be good, the bar that you set is really, really high. And And I guess it can make people feel bad when you don't make that mark. It'll make you feel like you're doing something wrong, I guess, because you see these catchphrases all over the place and these people that are that are super positive and smiling all the time and living these wonderful lives, right? They're all sunshine and rainbows all the time and they're always traveling and they've got money and that's not really the way life is. For some people, maybe they're lucky enough to have a lot of money. Maybe they're lucky enough that they do get to just travel all the time. But social media has created this disease of toxic positivity. It really has. And I actually looked this up. I had a conversation with somebody who who brought that subject up of toxic positivity. And I couldn't believe that was actually a real thing. I couldn't believe that it was actually uh, something out there that you can actually be toxically positive. So I looked it up and it actually 
is a thing you know it's an unrealistic expectations that uh, expectation that things are always just going to be great all the time no matter what no matter what's going on in life it's just going to be great and that's the end of it but like i said the fact of the matter is it's not even for those people who are all sunshine and rainbows and lilies and they line up with their drum circles and they're rubbing two crystals together so that they can birth out a unicorn like it's really not like that for them all the time i promise i i personally know some of these people who are very much into positivity and positive circles it's a marketing ploy it really is um you know they put it out there in their instagram page and that's all you see I know them, I know what their lives are really like, and I've seen them go through some tough times. I've had normal conversations that you'd have with any other friend with these people and, and talk to these kind of people on the phone. And they go through the same stuff that you and me go through. They cuss, they get mad, they they get pissy when someone cuts them off in traffic. You know, They worry about things in life just like you and I do. I mean, but, but who's gonna videotape that stuff? Who's gonna videotape that and actually put it on their Instagram profile, especially if that's the opposite of their brand? You just don't see that. You know, when when they, they're running these businesses and they went through circumstances like COVID, uh, you know, are they gonna sit there and actually videotape them figuring out what they're going to do because they had to cancel a multi-hundred thousand dollar event because of, of COVID and everything? and find a way to completely pivot their business without having to have the people that work for them lose their jobs and and prevent everything in their business they've spent decades to build from crashing and burning. Absolutely not. You're not seeing that stuff. Those those hyper positive people went through some really tough times and, and was very disastrous in certain circumstances, but you don't see it. You see the sunshine and rainbows. And it's a shame that you don't see those other things because that stuff is real. Like those those times have helped me the most i think seeing them be super positive but then hearing them talk like a real person makes me actually like wow okay so they're playing a part they're doing their thing i do it to a certain extent i'm as real as anybody else i have really down times i go through some rough stuff some of the people who work around me in my full-time job will see those things uh, you know i know some of the people who work in around me uh, listen to the show i had somebody pop up to me today and just said hey love your show and it was totally appreciated and 90 percent of the day though they're seeing me run around like an absolute madman and having to get all sorts of things done in a horrible mood i have to deal with some very negative people and it's really tough but that's real life life isn't all those great things and i feel like when you look up to certain people and you see them setting an example of someone that maybe you want to be and they're they're teaching you something you try to follow everything that they're doing and if everything is just always good with them if everything is just always sunshine and rainbows and you're not you feel like you're just not measuring up and and social media does that crap way too much and i just can't stand it so know that i'm right there with you that um it's not that way and if you're one of those people who recognizes the bs with all that uh, great your life will have those ups and downs it's going to be good and it's bad just like those people um and, and yes like i know i i've had these conversations as well where um we get a little bit down on ourselves because we let our psyche slide sometimes like i said there's times when i'm at work where i'm just flying around doing all this stuff having a million meetings a day having to, to manage the crazy amount of staff that i have as direct reports to me and stuff 
and be in charge of everything and I have to be in charge of it. And it's, it's really tough. And as somebody who's out there talking about this stuff, who's coaching other people going through the same exact circumstances that I am, having clients that are in very similar circumstances as me, and then I'm not walking that walk elsewhere because I'm still trying to integrate a lot of this and it's hard to unzip and look at our own actions sometimes from the outside. I'm someone who's, I would consider myself pretty deeply connected to my own consciousness, my own awareness. I see the good in people. I see the good in certain interactions and circumstances, no matter how negative they might be. I feel like I'm, I've got a great connection to source and all that. Learned a lot over the last decade, but there's a fine line in my day, to be honest, where I'm all namaste one minute and then wanting to strap on the old gloves and start swinging at people. Like I think that realness really helps people in a way. Like It gives them the permission, I guess, not to be okay. Like, I want life to be good, but right now I'm not good. You have absolute permission to be that way. I'm going to try to have a good day through the midst of all this crap, but ultimately I might not. You know, ultimately, if you if you wake up in the morning and you stub your toe and spill your coffee, those things are going to happen. But if the different the difference comes in if you say, Oh, it's gonna be one of those days you're probably right. It's probably going to be one of those days because you're affirming it. You're going to affirm it every single time that something else bad happens throughout your day. The printer gets jammed at work. Oh, see, it's going to be one of those days. You don't get to eat lunch because your phone won't stop ringing and you get so busy. Oh, see, it's one of those days. You don't leave work on time. It's going to be one of those days. You get into a fight with the spouse once you get home. See, told you it was going to be one of those days. It started, began, continued, and ended as one of those days. But there's also things in between there that could probably be considered as good. It just depends on what you're going to observe throughout your day. You can either have the negative reinforcement or you can turn your attention in another direction and say, life is this. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever it is, it's whatever you're going to say. If you accept that that particular day can have bad moments and you're going to rise above them, then that's likely what's going to happen to you. You know, you're going to be okay with those bad moments, but you're going to be okay and move through them all no matter what bubbles up. And then you're going to look forward and say great whimsical things like things are going to be good and it's going to get back to being good as soon as it possibly can. Those are all different avenues that you can take in life. Ultimately, it's your choice. Your life is going to be one that you need to live. No one else can live it for you. No matter what, if it's good or it's bad, it's just life. And you've got to live this life, right? you got to keep living. So I'm going to wrap this one up. I am going to head out on this one. I know this one's a little bit shorter of an episode, but uh, we've got a lot of great guests coming up. I know there's so many people who have written me emails. You've gone on the Google guest lists. You have just, people are constantly writing me letters and I've got a lot of really great guests on the way. Um, I try and screen out every single person 
who writes to me, I at least try to get you on the phone for a 15 minute concept call so we can figure out what the episode is going to be about. We get a little bit of the first time connection so that uh, I don't talk to you for the very first time right before we hit record. And that all takes a lot of time and just being as short as we've been on stuff and just not being in the mindset to get the show rolling as fast as it wants to go. It's fallen a little bit behind. So if you're one of those people and you've written to me, I've seen it. I totally appreciate it. And I am making my way through it. And I will get to you. Every single one of you who has written in the guest list right now, I'm going to say is probably three to 500 people deep. Um, and that's mind blowing to me. And I am eternally grateful. Uh, but we are making our way through and I'm going to jump off of this episode so that I can get ready for another amazing one that I've got going tomorrow. Um, and then we've just got a whole bunch of guest episodes coming up with some amazing people. And we may have some great people who have been in my sort of inner circle uh, that might join us for some regular conversations. And I'm really hoping some of their influence can help. Uh, bring a great conversation and perspective to the show. So a lot of great things coming. Uh, I'm not a fan of talking about what I'm going to do and what I'm building and doing whatever. I like to let my results speak for themselves, but just know that everything is just firing back up as things sort of snap to that next resonant level of life and we get into this more complex but organized operating mode. And every time one of those resonant frequencies jumps up within cymatics, it just gets more beautiful as it gets higher up. So um, yeah, that's hopefully where we are going. And tonight on this episode, I'm actually gonna leave you with a song from Soul Rising. And sometimes I have this like corny relevance to the episode. This one, I don't, I just like the song. So uh, instead of connecting in some corny way, I'm just gonna play this one. This one is called Night Sky. Until next time, just remember, life is 